Well, hello everyone. Welcome to our nifty little bunker, 60 feet below, with your host, me, Steven, and... Me. Yes. Obviously. So welcome to episode one of the Squatch Zone. Yes, we're coming back, and we're better than ever. We I'm got a new intro. I'm surprised we managed to come back. I know, right? I thought it was just done after that one, but I got so excited about this. I got it. We're getting started. Yeah. Two years later. You did made a whole background and intro music and everything for this. How do you guys like the new background? Pretty cool. You like the new, uh, you know, walls? Sound pretty good, huh? You yeah, like TVs with only three. You like our three TVs with only three different videos zooming through it. Yeah, check it out. That's genuine CRT. Good stuff, huh? Well, since we're down here at the moment, let's talk about ourselves. Since uh, we didn't really explain much of ourselves, so where are the Squatch then? We are uh, two college students, and we sure do love making jokes. Bigfoot. I am a genuine Bigfoot believer. Now I'm a little iffy on the whole, you know, Bigfoot and stuff. I, I love Bigfoot to death, but you know, it, it can get a little silly. Honestly, it's it's funny as hell to look up Bigfoot stuff. It's really fucking funny, not gonna lie. I honestly didn't get into Bigfoot until I met you, but now it's the funniest shit ever. Just go on YouTube, go on Instagram, type in Bigfoot, go like one page down, and you'll find some of those most batshit crazy stuff you'll ever find. Stuff that makes you want to hide down in this bunker with us. Good golly. Do they, do they have Bigfoot conventions? Oh, they better. Dude, why, why can't we go to Bigfoot Con? Why not? It's in, it's in the middle of the forest and everyone's like surrounding a big piece of scat. <laughs> they're all they're dressed as Bigfoot. <laughs> yeah, and they're big old gorilla suits. That's the only cosplay you can have. If you cosplay as anything else, you get kicked out. Yeah, if you're the Yeti, get the fuck out. Get, get out, what? buddy boy. <laughs> Dude, I love Abominable Snowman. Why can't we go to Abominable Snowman Con? Ah, man. Abominable Con is uh, it's a different place. It's up in the Appalachians. Let's go but, to Appalachia. Uh, well, that's that's for the next episode. That's for episode five. At the okay. very least. So, how did you get your star in Bigfoot? I, you, you said from me, right? Yeah, I heard. I knew about Bigfoot before I met you, but like I didn't really get into the hype. And then you started talking about it more and more, and I was like, okay, this might be interesting now. I know. I have basically grown up with the idea of Bigfoot. My dad is a bit of a a firm believer of Bigfoot and uh, all the aliens and all that good stuff. Very interesting. I will say, you are never going to be bored if you're into Bigfoot. You are going just, to just zone out, listen to some Bigfoot, put on Finding Bigfoot on Animal, uh, Animal Planet, just relax. Did you ever see those Finding Bigfoot shows on TV? Uh, no. Is it the same category as those, like, mermaid videos and stuff on the History Channel? Uh, well, those were fake, first off, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh no, those were, uh, those were really fake. I know they are, that's what makes it funny, because, like... I, I, I don't know where they the, got that idea. Have you ever seen the the topics that people come up with whenever they talk about those History Channel shows? Yeah, it's always that, like, didn't, uh... That one channel, William, make one on it. Billion, yeah. Yeah, billion. 
Because, like, there's a bunch of people who, like, as adults now, they know it's fake, but as kids, they genuinely Dude, I believe firmly that. believed it. That stuff was scary. Like, there's a video of, like, some guy in his flip phone at the beach, and you're like, oh, look at that thing on there, and it fucking jumps here to the screen. I remember that kept me up. I remember it was so popular, Kim Kardashian even, made, like, mentioned a thing about it. The, the, it the History Channel deadass trolled a bunch of little kids for no reason. Hey. It only took me to like fucking two years ago to realize that that, that was baloney. Do you remember the one video you sent me where it was like someone recording in their car and there was like an orangutan swinging on a light pole <laughs> or something? Yes, it was first. It took me so long, but yeah, there was like this orangutan swinging from like bulb or something. It looks like some little uh, Wendigoon or something. It, it turns out Cartoon Network started like this big old ARG for this show called Secret Saturdays. Back in like 2009 or something, and their ads were just horrifying. But looking back, they're really goofy looking. Like, if you got a moment, just look up uh, Secret Saturdays commercials on YouTube. You, you won't be disappointed, I must say. Wasn't the reason that you got so scared of it was because, like, the first five seconds you got so freaked out, you closed your eyes and you didn't realize the orangutan was swinging around on the light pole <laughs> until you sent it to me? Because, <laughs> yes. like, because I watched the whole thing and I was like, why the fuck were you scared of this? It's just uh, swinging around on the light pole. <laughs> well, the, like, imagine you're just watching, like, fucking uh, Edit and Eddie and that shit just pops on one second later. I, it's like goosebumps I, coming on. Do you know how scary goosebumps was? Motherfucker, I grew up poor. I did The PBS channel didn't have ARG commercials like Cartoon Network had. <laughs> God damn it. Well, y you missed out on, uh, on fucking the Wendigoon. Why do you think I- why do you think I watch Cartoon Network so much now? I'm- I'm catching up on what I missed out on. <laughs> oh, man. But, like, uh, now I'm thinking about it, could you imagine if, like, PBS Kids had, like, ARG commercials? That would be terrifying for me. That, that would be, like, out of left field. Holy hell. It, because like Again, PBS they're kind of quirky. They're trying to be the next Gravity Falls, but that would be just like too damn scary. Because like PBS is like it's like a publicly funded thing. So like, could you imagine people they're them using like public money to just fill to just fund an alternate reality game? I Christ, that's way too much power, man. The PBS ARG. I don't like that. That's scary. It's involving, like, the little green kids, like, the little green mascots, like, they're the mascots oh of the god, ARG. Oh my god, yeah, they go missing or some shit, like, the- <laughs> Christ. Oh my god, wait, it's the- They go missing, it's the... so it's just, like, two, like, shadow versions of themselves or something. No, it's, like, the little bumpers, like, of them doing, like, activities and stuff, like, sledding down a snowy hill, but they're yeah. missing. That's horror- that, that sounds like something out of Pity, but, you know, obviously, the PBS would do it way better. Do you, do you remember that edit of, like, Full House that someone did where they removed, like, the baby or something, and it was so oh, scary? I have not. What the fuck? I- yeah, because I think it was the character that the Olsen twins play. Like, they removed the toddler, and yeah. it was just a bunch of people- the commercial? Yeah, it was just a bunch of people talking to nothing for, like, a That's... straight five minutes. That's diabolical. I feel like if you just take any sitcom and you remove a character from it, it just becomes a psychological horror. You know what? You're not wrong. Like Garfield, without without uh, Garfield, it's yeah, just John being depressed. It's, yeah, it's just John <laughs> being an insane person. That man is ballistic and a sexist. And did I mention that his name is John? 
Remember how, remember he's a murderer too? He tortured someone? Oh yeah, his neighbor, uh, what was his name, like Lenny or something? <laughs> yeah, Lenny. No, was it like Fletcher or something? I I don't remember, but didn't he torture him because he was like a neglecting Odie or some shit like that? You know what? The fact that he abused his dog, yeah, he like kicked his dog in like one comment. I, I wouldn't want to be with friends with some guy who kicked his dog. That's the reason John got Odie, right? Because he took him from the other guy? Well, canonically, in the Garfield uh, TV show that was on uh, Cartoon Network and now on Netflix, um, the reason why he left was uh, because he went to the jungle to find a Bigfoot. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. There's no way. I am there's, dead serious. There's no uh, way. It was his first canonical appearance in over 20 years, and it was on the Garfield 3D animated show, and it was him as like the Yaggle Squatch or something. And it turns out <laughs> the Yaggle Squatch was dead for like 20 years, and he like he ran around like in a suit pretending to be him to keep the legend alive or something. Oh my god. Oh my god. That, that show is was something. I can never watch it now because, like, that, I didn't even like it when I was a kid. It was just kind of one of those shows that that came on that was like better than like the other shows, I guess. But it, it was just one of those shows that could kind of just zone out. It's like the Teen Titans go back then. Is this the three D show or the two D animated one? The three D show. I've always wondered about that show. Like, I always wondered if it was, it was good because it was it, it was good, but it was made for kids. You could tell. The two, the the 2D one was really good. I like that one. I never saw that one. I saw oh. I watched like I watched like some compilations of it and it was really funny. I remember it made me laugh. That's funny. Oh, speaking of old shows, what's that one show with like mm. the little penguin that goes newt newt? Uh Pingu. Pingu. I, I started watching like a video on it, like on some band episodes. That it's that show feels like a fever dream. Like it actually. Is. I, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, I feel like I've seen that in my dreams for some reason. The walrus, or...? Uh, no. <sighs> Christ almighty. Don't even bring <laughs> that up. But, like, I, I, triggered, know, like, I triggered a PTSD Christ, episode I, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, just the way it is, like, you can see the fingerprints on the clay and just, like, like the stains of, like, everything, and it feels weird. It feels surreal. Theory, it's like you can't theory, escape the episodes. My theory is that since, like, Pingu, like, they don't use, like, a recognizable language, like, they're all speaking in gibberish. When it's actually Pinguinese. When, when half of your communication is a language that other people will not recognize, all you have left is body language, and that's when the fever dream aspect of it comes in. Honestly. Holy hell, yeah. Did you see him like, piss in the toilet? He completely missed. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he, 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 he completely missed. It was, it was all over the floor. I I feel like if we watch like a, a children's show where it's like in Swedish or something and we have no idea what's going on, we'd get the same feeling from it too. Yeah, you're not wrong. Did you ever see the clip where he was having like a sensory overload because like so many different things were happening at one time? I have not. What the fuck? I saw the part like, where he like ripped off the tablecloth and everything fell on him. I forgot about <laughs> he that. He died. <laughs> you remember when he got spanked too? Yeah, because like, yeah, because he pulled off the tablecloth and he got fucking like ten across the ass. <laughs> it wasn't even Marys. ten. It was like it was like three. <laughs> <laughs> they had to ban that episode. You can't spank kids anymore. Yeah, not anymore. 
surprise. Uh, the, did your parents get spanked on the rumpus? I think my mom did it for like once and then never again. My parents were like in an era where that was commonplace. And my dad uh, cheated on a test very, very obviously. That's a story for another day. Needless to say, they got the yeah. the cricket bat, and this cricket bat had holes in it for extra speed. Holy hell! And when it was also you, hanging on the wall. When you introduce implements, that's just abuse at that point. Honestly, yeah. But my dad was a damn genius. <laughs> he was like Bobby what? from that one episode of King of the Hill when he was a clown. He stuffed his ass. Oh my god. <laughs> he stuck it with like little pillows and when it, he went up to the fucking principal's office to get like ten across the ass, he went <laughs> Oh ow, ow. <laughs> Visualizing <laughs> this. Yeah, little Steven with his bowl haircut. What god damn it, Steven, your dad is the funniest fucking person I, I alive. Don't know where the fuck he gets these stories from? <laughs> I, I swear he like what? puts out a new like fucking movie, like an another Michael Bay movie every time he us. It's crazy. Did he like did he do that as like an extra assurance? Or like did he do that like in case he got caught? Uh, no, 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 no. Um so he was like, alright, after he got in trouble, he cheated on the test. Yeah, he literally went up to the class like in like when the teacher left the classroom, he went up to the front of the class. Excuse me. Grabbed the, the the answer sheet, went back to his table, started fucking filling them all out. Went back to his damn thing. Teacher came back. Where'd the answer sheet go? Oh. Walked around to every single person. Stopped on him dead last. Where is it, Steve? I was like, I don't have it. It's like, yeah, you do. And then she pointed right behind him. You know how, like in a uh, middle school. There was like a hallway between like the classes with a glass window. You could see the other class. Yeah. He pointed. He turned around. 30 girls were all waving at him. Oh my god. They all saw him. <gasps> they they all saw him grab that cheat sheet. Did they, they rat him out? They did. Oh. <laughs> so... Obviously, uh, he had to get 10 across the ass, like, the next day or something. But he came prepared. He patted his ass and, you know, took the punishment. That, honestly, that was that was a Hail Mary for him. He got, like, a day of preparation. He, my, my, my pa's a smarty pants. He, he's a genius. Uh, he was also in karate, uh, so. Apparently not smart enough to know how to cheat, apparently. But that is like a ballsy move to just go up to the front of the class. I to know, take right? In front of sheet. everyone. Christ. How was he supposed to know that thirty girls were going to rat him out? I, I, I don't know. He was in the moment. He just felt it, and he probably got three answers right. Did we Christ. ever? Did I don't think I've ever cheated like that ballsy before. Like, even in, like, middle school through high school, I was the one who would give out the answers. Like, people would cheat off of me. I've never had that experience of cheating off someone else. No. I think the closest, like, experience I had to that was uh, third grade. Uh, did you ever meet this one girl in middle school? Her name was uh, Rachel, Rachel something. I don't think I did. Yeah, anyways. Uh, this girl was, like, the brainiac and somehow had the luck of God on her side. 
Um, she sat right in front of me, and every time we did a spelling test, I, I somehow learned to read upside down. <laughs> so I, I would just look at her answers. <laughs> but in return, uh, there was uh, these raffles in the class. And uh, literally, every single time she would win without fail. Every fucking raffle. It was not even funny. How is that even possible? Aren't raffles supposed to be randomized? I, I guess so, but every single time her name would get pulled. It was fucking insane, and I was so mad. I remember one time crying because I was so excited. It was like a, a special, kind of like a, you know, a kind of a bad day in my family, like when that relative passed, and I was like, come on, just, I, I need something good to happen today. And nope, she fucking won. God couldn't throw you a bone even then. No! Christ. I did win one time. I got a bag of marbles. I wasn't allowed to keep marbles, though, so I had to hide them somewhere. What? Why? Well, my sister might choke on them. Oh my god. I, Just put them on the high shelf like normal people do. Babies are... Well, Alexis preferably is fascinating. Are, are, you, are you telling me that your sister could have monkey climbed the dresser just to get to the bag of marbles? I, I, possibly. Dude, I remember I went into my brother's room one time when he was still a baby and I found a knife on his shelf. Whoa! Like, okay, you know, like those little paring knives, like the little tiny knives with, like, the short blade? Yeah. For some reason, Daniel would, like, carry them to, like, different rooms of the house because he would be, like, cutting fruit or whatever. And I guess he just forgot it in the baby's nursery, so he just left it on the high shelf. And when I went to go check for something, I just found <sighs> it sitting there. Oh, I thought the baby took it and was, like, learning, like, the, the blade. No, he did that, too. <laughs> oh, no, wait, what? Because Ch uh, Chato would leave, like, kitchen knives and stuff, because, like, oh, I no. guess they they hadn't they they hadn't had a baby living in this house for, like, a long time. So when we first moved here, yeah. I guess they didn't realize that you had to, like, keep stuff out of the way so toddlers won't get them. Yeah. But, we yeah, I, I remember one time I came out of my room and I looked down the hallway and I just saw my brother just swinging a kitchen knife <gasps> around, playing in the Lord. hallway with it. Yeah. That is fucking horrifying. Like it wasn't <laughs> like the it wasn't like the huge meat cleaver. It was like a normal kitchen knife, but still. <laughs> what if what if your brother came up to you and was like, while you were studying your sexuality, I was studying the blade. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's me. <laughs> like well did I tell you the time where he accidentally like poisoned himself with a jalapeno too? <laughs> what? No, what happened? This was this was the same. I think he was still a toddler around this age too. But Chato, I, I brother since he was a baby. Christ, yeah. did I never? I feel like I told you these stories and you just forgot them. But like, what, no, don't, what happened? Chato has a really bad habit of leaving just like peppers on the table. Like he still does this. Like he leaves jalapenos on the table, and if you you know, like if you touch like a pepper and yeah. you like touch your tongue or something the or spice transfers yeah they're fucking painful wear gloves so santino touched the pepper and he was a kid so he puts his hands in his mouth so he immediately put his oh. hand in his mouth and he started Whoa. crying that's evil that's and probably get to an allergic reaction and Chato started freaking out because my parents hadn't come in yet. They were still taking stuff out of the car because we had just gotten home. And oh, he knew no. that it was his fault. Why his fault? 
Because he's the one who left the pepper on the table. <laughs> yeah, he's, baby's he's the eat same anything. one who he's the same one who left the knife on the table too. Oh, dude! Yeah, the the whistler himself, the dude, whistleblower. He, dude, he's a menace. He would put knives in soapy water. What the fuck? Have I Just told you this? No. Have I told you this story too? I, I know he's questionable, but like, what the fuck? No, like, okay, so. Um, I guess when Daniel and his siblings were still kids, Chato was really, really bad about doing that. Like, he would just put the knives in the soapy water, and his wife would freak out at him over it because, um, one of Daniel's sisters was doing the dishes or something when they were kids, and she, like, plunged her hand into the sink, and she got oh, a big old gash across Christ. the hand from a knife. That's horrifying. Yeah, and... I, he's better about it now, but like I guess it was a huge problem back then. Oh, fucking Christ, yeah. Like, there's a reason I don't like this man. <laughs> yeah, Christ. That kind of reminds me of a story from my mom. So you know that avocado trick? You you know you cut an avocado in half and you uh, you smack the knife into the middle of the pit. And, you know, pull it out. Yeah. Well, my mom did that one time, mm -hmm. and you know, uh, it's a very smooth object. It's like you're trying to hit a piece of marble. So when it hit it, it went down the side of it, through the oh. avocado, and straight into her hand. Oh, no. Yeah, they had to go to the hospital. How big was the cash? Hand size. They, they had to wrap it in a fucking towel, and that shit absorbed all of the blood. It was like a red towel at that point. Isn't hands, like, one of the parts of the body where, like, it bleeds profusely because there's so many veins in yeah, there? Yeah, the fucking hands are so damn sensitive. Like, it's, oh my god, like, you go to the doctor, you're like, did you ever get the shots when you were a kid? Like, your booster shots or whatever, like, and they poked your finger? Those were, yeah. those were like, far worse than any other shot in my life. <laughs> Christ, and they gave those to me as a baby. No, no, get your shots, kids. <laughs> Everyone get your shots. Vaccinate your fucking kids. <laughs> Vaccinate your fucking kids. We're gonna we're gonna disappoint a lot of Bigfoot lovers out there. <laughs> <laughs> we lost one viewer now. <laughs> we've lost we've lost we we owe viewers now. We're in the negatives. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the people who are staying right now and you know vaccinate their fucking children, uh, welcome back. <laughs> Um, you get one tap on the wall. Hear ye, hear ye. Uh, I'm still thinking about that one guy you told me who made the vax, the anti-vax joke during the King of the Hill video. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about that really quick? Yeah, so King of the Hill is one of our, our group's favorite shows. Well, mostly uh, Sophia, uh, our friend Liana, and uh, Eyes. Um, we grew up on the show, love it. So there's this video of them, uh, you know, explaining how powerful one of the characters was. Uh, Bill Dotrieff, a uh, bald, loving, depressed man. And uh, I made it about one one hour and 18 minutes at like one hour and 35.
Five minutes at the best. One I, I had to hour. stop watching it from there. One hour in. I it was a good video, but that is devastating. You can't you can't make that kind of joke. You already know what kind of person he is now. You can't just say that stuff. Like, you, and you listen to the clip too, right? I'm uh, not going crazy, right? I haven't. I I was gonna watch the I was gonna watch the Hank video. I haven't watched the Bill video yet. Oh my god! That, that you gotta give lie. me a. You gotta give me a timestamp for when he says that. Like, I have to watch this for yeah. myself now. It, you gotta. It, it was so fucking bizarre. Those kinds of jokes, like, take me out of, like, left field. Like, that one Dude. time that customer was like, why do you wear that mask? And I was like, because I work in retail, sir. Lord. Her, it's, to, it's to hide my face from the government cameras. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I... Oh man, I I really wanted to say one line, but I was like, oh, hey man, I, I got a really stuffy nose. There's a lot, of, a lot of boogies hanging out of my nose. And he was like, well, then let him hang out. And I was like, no. <laughs> I, I, I actually said that to a customer. You gotta, you gotta out crazy the crazy. If they question you for wearing a mask, just say you're hiding <laughs> from the surveillance state. That, that's genius. I also, another zinger I have up my sleeve is on. I would be like, oh, a lot of customers that tell me to wear it, so, you know, I'll, I'll just take it off for you. I take it off, I'm like, having a nice conversation, be like, hey man, I appreciate it, you're like the only customer to be cool with me, you know, ha not having a mask, and me having the, the virus, you know? So, oh, I, I appreciate God. it, man. <laughs> Real like, zinger. It's like, uh, it's like when people get onto the elevator, and they're not <laughs> wearing the mask, and they're like, loudly talking on the phone about how they got just- they just got a positive on their COVID test. Oh. <laughs> God. Uh, what was I gonna say? I I was I was gonna talk about vaccination some more, but I completely forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, do you think that the King of the Hill reboot is gonna talk about the pandemic at all? I hope not. I don't want to hear about that. <laughs> if they did, you, was... they, they probably made the episode like in twenty twenty one, so like everything's moved super outdated. Like how those Simpsons you, tried to make like Pokemon Go episodes twelve years after it came out. What would you do if we, if we found out that Hank was an anti-vaxxer? <laughs> <laughs> they could not, but I know Dale I, would be. Yeah, De Dale definitely would be. We're already getting onto some uh, very controversial topics tonight. We're, we're already losing oh. one viewer right now. <laughs> we haven't even but, talked about this Apruder film yet. Oh fuck! Yeah, <laughs> do you want to talk about that? <laughs> We were watching the. We were talking about the Patterson footage of Bigfoot. So like. Okay. So for a record, uh, for anyone who doesn't know what the Patterson film is, anyone who knows Bigfoot, you guys always associate that photo. Look here. You see that little screen right over there on the uh, right side of uh, Sophia? Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, that right there is the Patterson film on the little TV right there. You see it? There. Uh, that is the Patterson film. It was filmed in 1967 by a man named. Uh, John Patterson and some guy named Gimlin or something in the forest uh, somewhere. And that is literally the most iconic Bigfoot thing. It's basically what made Bigfoot Bigfoot. Like, you see the photo, you see the bumper sticker of him, like, you know, doing the Bigfoot walk and, like, looking towards the camera. That is Bigfoot. So we were watching that, you know, obviously, because we, we yeah. needed a little bit of inspiration for, you know, tonight. We were, uh, well, this was uh, out of left field. Uh, I didn't expect to uh, fire up the old uh, Elgato um, thing. I, I can't believe we got this thing to work down here. Where, how are we even getting a signal? 
I mean, you built this bunker to outlast the pandemic, so I don't really know I what did. you expected. <laughs> yeah. Do you know how to unweld a blast door? <laughs> well, besides that, <laughs> we were watching anyway, those videos on the little TV. Anyway, and yeah, we were we were watching the Patterson footage because I hadn't seen the full thing. So I asked Steven, have you, do you want to watch this Zapruder film after this? And I guess he hadn't seen the full thing either. So we were watching that. And now I'm getting back into the conspiracy theory about JFK's assassination. God. You, you think I'm the only crazy one in the house? I walked out to the living room and I saw like, you know, those like fucking Snapchat filters of like aliens. Yeah. I walked out to the living room and I saw like a still image of like like one of those like fucking alien images like some like thirty year old man would make on Blender or something. And it was like Like Chris the, the, the Azita <laughs> race will come down in twenty fifty two. Remember to repent your sins and eat your vitamin D three. It's like what the fuck is my sister watching? I, I I'm dead serious. That shit was just playing in my living room casually on the TV on her fire stick. I love it. It's great. <laughs> I'm not complaining. But anyways, um, uh, back to the uh, uh, Zapruder film. Uh, you, yeah, so I, I tried to pull up the video on YouTube, but it has like that disclaimer on it. Like, this video has been deemed too violent for YouTube. So we were watching a clip from the JFK movie, and it was way more brutal than I remembered it to be. Yeah. Because, like, they replayed it, like, multiple times, and they zoomed in more and more each time. It, it, like, every time. Like, you he, he, he guys in the JFK video, you know, he gets shot in the head, but... Spoilers! Uh, uh, sorry! <sighs> from, Christ, like, I... 50, from, like, 70 years Ooh, ago. <laughs> what the fuck are we even Is this signal it even getting out? <laughs> We've been talking to nobody this whole time. Well, I barely just figured out how to get the mic working. <laughs> Look at that big box over there of fucking reel-to-reel -reel cassette tapes. Empty. <laughs> it's the sound of static on them. We're running on technology from the Cold War. What is this? What is a Cold War bu- Oh, yeah. That explains a lot. <laughs> Good golly. So, yeah. anyway... Anyway, the CIA killed JFK. Next question. His brain exploded. <laughs> It, it it violently it like exploded. It like, violently like, exploded into Jackie's face. I, I've asked this before, and you know I'm going to ask it again. But how much do you think one of John F. Kennedy's brain chunks would go for in the modern market? Uh, probably five hundred thousand. Makes sense. Like in a little a little jar. Like Some it's for, like <laughs> it's like how the church collects first class relics of the dead. Yeah. Or some quirky girl in like a. Phoenix, where is that? Phoenix, uh, where's Phoenix? Is that Arizona? Yeah, I think. Yeah, some quirky girl in Phoenix, Arizona <laughs> would have one on their shelf right next to their Funko Pops. <laughs> Just in a little jar. Like one of those true crime uh, YouTubers? <laughs> yeah, it, it's just in the background, casually floating around. Goes, oh, it's like the, it's like the Kadoo in Resident Evil 8 in the jars. <laughs> yes. Any Resident Evil wet specimen, actually, that shit's horrifying. What are your thoughts on those kinds of specimens? Just like having like a dead snake or like a fucking rat floating in, like 
fucking goo. I watched a TikTok of this girl who ordered a wet specimen of a baby octopus, yeah, and it actually looked real. It looked really cool. I liked it. You know, uh, Skylar's uh, sister has a little. Yeah, we saw it. The dead shark. Yeah, the dead shark. I part of me loves that stuff from like a distance. Like, and if I were squinting, I'd like to have it on my shelf. But like at the same time, that creeps me out. Not gonna lie. I'd just be afraid of it getting knocked over and yeah, the glass like, breaking. What would you do if you just walked into your room and you just saw it just on the floor? You know, just sitting there, not moving. It's not alive, not dead. It, it's like, just fucking sitting there. Like, how do you fluid. clean? How do you clean something like that up? Like, do you have to call somebody? Can you do it yourself? You know, damn right, that's gonna smell like hell. Especially if it's, like, an octopus or some shit. It's gonna smell worse than the jar. Yeah. Like, okay, okay, wet specimens, for some reason, I'm I'm fine with those, but it's, like, the pinned insects that I have problems with, like, the- Oh, really? Like, the moths and the butterflies I, you know and what? stuff. I could deal with those. Like, I don't know why I can't deal with the- you know, Oh my god, you know what it is? Hmm. I know exactly why I have problems with those. Remember the biology project in freshman year? Oh my god, yeah. I I cannot deal with insects anymore because of that. Well, it gives you fucking PTSD. Oh, I okay. Have, did we talk about this last time? I need to talk no, about this. No, we didn't. Lay it on so, us. So you did this project too, didn't you? I did. I did it the year so, before you. In or was it the freshman, year after? I thought we did it at the same time. I took it in sophomore year. Oh, you did? Wait. Yeah. Everyone did. Was he still there sophomore year? Didn't he leave at one point? He left in junior year. Oh, okay. So, um, anyway, so in freshman year of high school for me, we had this biology teacher, and he had a year-long biology project where you had to make a huge poster board of, like, pinned insects that you caught. So and you had to pin them specifically. Yeah, well, how many was it? Wasn't it like 20 or something? It was 20. 20 named catalog researched and stuck to the board. Yeah, so you had to like pin the insects yourself onto your board. You and had you three had months to, to complete it. Huh? You had three months basically to complete it. it was, I thought it was the entire school year we had to finish no, it. For, yeah, for us it was uh, basically by the end of the semester. Yeah, so like... We had an uh, unquantifiable amount of time to make these boards, and it was one of the worst projects I've ever had to do because you essentially had to catch a live insect and kill it and pin its corpse onto a board. Yeah, like, and if you were afraid of, like, uh, you know, creepy crawlies, buckle up because you're going to fucking fail the class if you don't kill that roach. Yeah, I it had was... to get a cricket, put it in a bag. Put it in the freezer, you know, let it, you know, die in the freezer, then take it out, and then realize the next morning that it, you know, thawed out and was starting to live. So I had to ask my dad to jam a fucking nail through its head because that fucking that grasshopper was so massive. Like, it was, it was so, it, it, it was so weird. It, yeah, it's psychological torture, and like, and like I remember there any- was a. There was a trade going on. Like, people were trading insects with each other. Yeah. This was the year after Pokemon Go came out, so everyone knew what's up. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, like, I, I remember 
I remember in like the 100 building or something, we had like huge cockroaches in there. So people yeah. would be chasing those cockroaches for their projects. Yeah, fucking Christ. I remember we went to the park one time and um, we saw a roach cross in the road and we're like, holy sh fuck, there it is. There's the roach. There it is. And we fucking like ran over it with our bikes and stuff. And it was like, you know, I, I don't think I could do that now with bug catcher. We were fucking like Animal Crossing, <laughs> big ass bug catchers catching dragonflies and like butterflies and shit. I remember people got smart and some of them just like put the insects in like clear plastic bags and pinned that to the board instead. I but did that. I didn't even realize that was an option until I it was wasn't. like finished. What? No, no. Really? It's not an option for me. I put them in little tiny little uh, jars like these little bottles. And uh, well, arguably I did not pin some of them correct. I used wood glue on some of the cockroaches. Yes, wood you glue. Used you used wood glue? That's all the glue we had. Oh my god. It looked really bad. And uh, no, that's mainly what all my points lost. You you had to pin them. You cannot put them in little jars. You had to pin them. No matter how fucking small they were. Wait, did he change the requirements? Because I remember in my when I did yeah, it, a lot you, of could, you, you could turn in the insects live when I did the project. Really? No, ours had to be dead. Yeah, uh... I think, oh, I wonder if it's because of uh, Rebecca that he had to change it. Because, okay, so we knew this girl in high school who was kind of like, really, he, she was really into animals. Like, she believed, like, all life was precious and that stuff like you that. Know, top honor and, student, brainiac, you know, you know, yeah, born, to, she, born to solve world hunger kind of girl. She, she was way smarter than me. I can admit that she was like fucking a genius. That, that's how she was. I know. I've known her since the uh, second grade. And like, I remember. I think one of the. I think the only requirements for our project at the time was just that you had to bring in insects, and he said that you could bring them in live. So, yeah. considering that Rebecca did not want to kill anything, I'm pretty sure she just turned in all twenty of her insects alive. That, you know what. That lady's, uh, she's something. We got nothing bad against her. We've had a few funny incidents, like that time on Minecraft. Um, yeah. But, like, she's not a bad person. There are far worse people we know. This lady was just basically the epitome of that one nerd from high school, you know? Yeah, pretty much. And, like, yeah. Do you remember when, after all the projects were graded and done with, what happened afterwards? Uh, yeah, first off, he said if you didn't take by the end of the class, you'd lose a letter grade for every minute it was in this class or something. Next yeah. off, uh, everyone started fucking canning him in, 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 like, to the trash cans and, like, breaking them over their heads. It was very it was It was so funny it seeing all, all of the trash cans at the school were overflowing with dead insects, needles, and poster boards. I... You remember Cody? Yeah. Oh my god, so... You know, I, I'm I'm a very sentimental person, not gonna lie. I collect, I love just things. I have everything. I have my entire life, basically, in my room. And my shed. And, uh... Well, I... Part of me didn't want to, you know, give up my thing. I, I spent three fucking months working on it. I don't want to just throw it away. But, uh, you know... Me and my, uh, my old friend group <laughs> decided to take it upon herself to get the little insects in the little jars and just fucking waffle stomp them onto the floor. And those things shattered. Those things exploded practically. 
it you know a few people came around they're like whoa look at that let me start doing it they started just destroying my damn thing i spent all that time on i was having fun in the moment but like after i felt kind of shitty you know and then one broke glass plastic glass but like that plastic glass that can shatter like into a million pieces oh my god good golly but uh yeah then one of the crazy the local crackheads you know cody came up he's like whoa look at that someone's like i dare you to eat that moth i'll give you five bucks he's like okay got a video of it he popped that moth like it was a potato crisp drank the water and it was down the hatch i i could not Ugh. believe it i that video was infamous when it came out it was all over snapchat <sighs> man and that was my moth i caught <laughs> I I remember when um I remember when I took my board out and I was done with it. I was like, I want to throw it away, but all of the trash cans are overflowing. Ah. So so James he he, he took <laughs> my board, cracked it over his <laughs> knee, folded it in half, and stuffed it into the trash can for wow. me. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. It was so nonchalant that I just started dying. <laughs> I, I think I remember that. That guy was powerful. It was so funny. Like, he did it without a word, too. I was like, I want to throw it guy. away. So he just took it from me. <laughs> I, no, James is cool. He was all right till the very end. He, he was kind of like a beta version of Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of mean, but like, <laughs> I don't know. That can be Jimmy. Uh, the... Cons all right, considering that we don't really associate with those guys that much, we have some crazy stories with them, though. Yeah, we're gonna have to make up some fake names, though. We need to start making up names. <laughs> so, it, were you there for the liquid shit incident? I was, and I recorded it. <laughs> did you? I did. I. I. <laughs> it's called liquid ass. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how do you know? So, so someone. It was in the 300 bathroom, so someone sprayed a can of liquid ass in the bathrooms, and that stuff permeated the entire general area. Like, you could be outside, and you could catch a whiff of it, depending <laughs> on where you were standing. It was toxic. Like, you, you see it on the internet, and people, like, gag, and they're like, Aah! but, like, like seriously, in person, bad. it is diabolical. It is that bad. <laughs> I remember I, my 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 friend the Fonz Fonz went into the bathroom. <laughs> he was in there, and the oh fucking my. and the fucking boys closed the yeah. door. <laughs> yeah, and he was begging, Michael, Michael, don't leave me. He was locked in there. <laughs> And like, and, and like, and like, keep in mind, like, the Fonz is like huge. Like, he had like at least, like, he was like at least, like, was I one of the people blocking the door? I don't think, I think I was recording it. No, I, I think you were standing next to me when it was happening, but I remember it took like five guys just to keep him contained in the bathroom. He's, he's got that big guy's strength, and it was fucking possible. <laughs> like, they were struggling to hold the door closed, and it was like five guys. Oh, man, against one burger. Against one man trapped in a room full of liquid oh, ass. liquid ass. <laughs> oh, my God. I think he I went into, like, the 100 building, too, and, like, ripped some of that spray around that fucking building. Who brought it in? Do you remember? 
I don't know the guy. This guy was like a little mischievous shit who only showed up on like rare occasions. Uh, His name was like Aiden or something. He looked like you know the kid from the Jetsons, like with the black hair, like the son of the blonde-haired kid. Yeah. He looked like that kid. I just like him. Sounds familiar, but I don't know his name. But like, he's kind of like one of those little shits. Probably named like uh, Kyle or something. Uh, Christ. Uh, Someone like a Preston would do stuff like that. Fucking Preston. You know, damn right, no one named Preston went to uh, Jim Lee High. <laughs> High school was wild, man. It was. I miss Jim Lee. <laughs> okay, have you noticed this phenomenon happening lately? But like. What? I'll get, like, videos of, like, people talking about, like, high school life and, like, how they enjoyed some of their time there. And the comments are just like, oh, you're just looking at it through nostalgia glasses. You don't actually miss it. Or you were one of the privileged ones. You enjoyed high school. And, like, it's so weird because, like, I... Like, I feel bad about saying that I enjoyed high school now. No, I I fucking loved high school. I would go back right now if I could. Not gonna lie. I, I'm, like, I'm glad I'm I could gonna, be one of the, you know, lucky few. Like, I'm not gonna lie and say that it was all good, because no. I definitely had bad moments there. Of but, course, like anywhere else, would it? But for most of the time, I actually liked going there. Like, I yeah. met you guys there. I had friends there. It was a good fucking setup. <laughs> yeah. We had a really good works. setup. If it and works. I kind of cut short, and, well, we had to seal the hash in the door, you know? Yeah, we right. had to get we had to we had to climb into the bunker and postpone the podcast for two years. Christ. How many more Twinkies do we have left down here? Uh probably like twenty. We're probably gonna have to make a grocery run at some point. Oh uh, yeah, not too bad. Fuck. How many bottles I... of water did we bring down here again? Fucking bottles? You you what have you bottles, bring? dude. I I just hold my mouth above the little crack that drips water. You don't. I I've been I've been telling you for the past two weeks. Don't drink that. That's why your teeth keep falling out. It's good. <laughs> okay, so you remember to bring distilled water and food for the sea monkeys, but not water for yourself. I can't drink distilled water. That shit's for fucking Melvins. Why did you remember their water, but not yours? Because I have emotions. You brought the banana treats, too. (laughs) And the ketchup. And the ketchup. (laughs) And the frappuccino mix. (laughs) What are we going to do with that? (laughs) We're we're not going to be pussies. Have you seen that one video that, like, that little, uh, that pineapple kid, he was like, ah, oh, only pussies eat uh, banana chips and ketchup. Ugh, you need to get yourself some hot Cheetos and some Starbucks Frappuccino mix. I've never seen that you one. Never <laughs> s- Remind me to send you that after this video. But he was like, he's one of those kids, like, in sixth grade who, like, knows how to swear and, like, swears their ass off and also looks like a pineapple with that mohawk hair. Like and me. He's literally just Caden. <laughs> I forgot about that kid. He was a I, little. I don't asshole. even need to make him a fake name for that guy. Fuck Caden. He was a little asshole. I hated him. But anyways, this fucking kid. He was like, 
oh, you, you gotta eat hot Cheetos and, and cat in a uh, Starbucks Frappuccino mix, and you like drink. He's like, boy, that shit's real good. And he was like punching a fucking pillow and shit around. He was like, you know, he was doing that like scream you do like when you're like not trying to wake up your parents, like I hate my family, you know, kind of screaming on. Like the whisper screaming. Yes, I like basically everyone on uh, Xbox 2014. <laughs> I can't believe I was an Xbox kid growing up. Do you think that shaped who I was? Uh, you being an Xbox kid. Yeah, I was like one of the Xbox kids, like the kids who went into the modern warfare lobbies. <laughs> I mean, from my experience, you don't really act a lot like the Xbox kid. Like I would not have been able to tell. <laughs> I sold my Xbox and like uh. Was it like fucking sophomore year of high school? And then and I bought a switch. And then didn't you buy another one from those parents who were selling their kids stuff? Yeah, for twenty bucks. <laughs> a year later, I, was a great I day. still, I still think about that story a lot because I really, really want to know the context of that family. Would you like me to tell it on the story podcast? Uh, we have like five minutes left. Go for it. Yeah. So. I bought an Xbox. I went on offer up. I found a really shady looking post selling two Xbox Ones, the original model, for twenty bucks. I was like, whoa. Let me let me ride this person out of curiosity. I'm a very big offer up guy. I always find things on there. I'm a big thrifter. But, but we'll get into that for another day. I went in there, wrote them, they're like, I can meet right now. I was like, what? uh, can you meet here? And they're like, No, I can't meet there. I'm sorry. I was like, Oh, okay. Five minutes later. I can meet there now. I was like, oh fucking Christ, okay. I was like, Papa, Papa, we need to go to Jack in the Box. And he was like, oh, fuck, okay. <laughs> Fucking drove over to the Jack in the Box, get out there, parked right next to us. And like this little uh, mom came out and they're like, all right, here's the Xboxes. I don't know if they work. And then she got really close to my face and said, they work. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like okay, cool. She's like, here's the, the one game. It's like Madden or like a Ninja Turtle game or some balarkey. And I was like, whoa, okay. I was so damn confused that day. And then I gave them the 20, and they drove off. I went home, and they both worked. They, they worked perfect. They were great. It, it was, there, was, there was so many details of this story that you had not told me previously. What the fuck? Yeah, and I don't want to judge or you know, really think about what was going on, but first off, when she uh we were talking about it she was like oh yeah these kids just don't know under no know how to listen or understand or behave and and the kids were in the car they were just sitting there like fucking on their apple or, or their ipad or something they're just like sitting there i was like what are they like trying to get rid of their kids xbox or something why for 20 bucks because they were also selling the controllers on a separate post six of them for 25 bucks strangely enough though those were sold first not the xbox weird huh so someone bought the controllers first, but both didn't but buy I the bought system. the Xbox. Xbox is plural. Okay, but, uh, so that that yeah. detail about the mom leaning in and whispering that they work to you, it kind of makes me think that like, oh, something happened with the Xbox and they fixed it, but they didn't want to tell the kids and just lied to them that they were broken or something. Oh, that's a good theory. Another theory was uh, when we were driving away, we noticed them uh, go to a gas station like right across the street, like. Like really fast, my dad was like, "Oh, I guess that's where your twenties going." <laughs> I was like, "Do they need gas or something? Like, are they it, in, in it, like a financial situation? Like, but why for twenty bucks? Were they yeah, in bad need?" 
That's the question, because, like, they're the parents. They probably were the ones to buy the Xbox. They it was a nice, how much. They were driving a nice car. They had two Xboxes in their hands. They could have house has two Xboxes. That's that's another question, too. Why were they selling them for $20? Yeah, 20 bucks for both of them, I will say. 10 bucks like a they pop. Had, like, they had to have known how much they were unless someone else bought the Xboxes for them. And at that right. point, if they were selling, if they were selling something that another person gave to their kids, that's just scummy at that point. Yeah, like I need to know the context. I was like, I, this stuff keeps me up at night. What there's does like, mean? There's so many details about this case that you can make your any kind of theory about it. It's like those mystery books where it gives you the clues and you have to figure <laughs> out what happened. Yeah. What in the world? It was so weird, and they both worked. They work fine. And this was in the era like where Xboxes were going down in price. You know, this was the original model. It was kind of outdated at that point, but it was still an Xbox One. And those things were expensive. You, you, they're just like two hundred bucks at the time. It was crazy. Like, cause I I held on to those two Xboxes. I had one for myself, and you know, one on my shelf to eventually sell. I sold that like last year for one hundred and fifty bucks. And I bought my first arcade cabinet, Miss Pac-Man, my truly beloved. It's been so long since I've gone to your house that I forgot you have a whole ass arcade cabinet I, <laughs> in your room. I know. One of my life goals was to have a Miss Pac-Man machine, so I found out arcade, yeah, arcade one-up makes uh like you know Pac-Man machines or like arcade cabinets. Now they're a little smaller, and uh, you kind of need like a booster seat for them to get like to an actual like regular height, but like it's still an arcade cabinet. Like, they're modern arcade cabinets, but they're damn nice. And I happen to say that I have one in my room right next to me. It's, it's crazy. For 175 bucks, it, it was a great deal, too. I don't know how that guy was getting them for so cheap. They're like five. They're like 400 or like 500 bucks for them at the time, but he sold them for like 175 And they're making, they're making the arcade cabinets out of monkey meat. Like, dude, I don't know how this guy was getting them. He was selling them for like $200 cheaper than they were on the market, and he was posting every day. It was wild. Do you think? I wonder if it's like a really elaborate, like, like money scheme or some shit like that. Like he's laundering his money through the arcade cabinets. Dude, honestly, maybe this guy kind of gave the vibe. He drove a Hummer, for fuck's sake. Like you open up the cab, you open up the back of your cabinet one day, and like he took <laughs> the meaning literally. So you find like stacks of cash in your Miss Pac-Man machine. Well, I had to build the machine when I got it. It was just like enough. Uh. It's like in a like flat box. <laughs> I I like the idea of like you know those like old timey photos of like rich people moving, but <laughs> they didn't have advanced moving equipment at the time, so they would literally just take a crane and move the <laughs> piano out from like the fifth floor. I, I honestly sometimes think they still do that. Like, well, don't they do that for like air conditioners on like on a uh, like big houses and stuff? Like, how else I would don't... you get an air conditioner up there? I, do, I don't know, but, like, I like to imagine, like, it's the same thing, but instead of the piano, it's just your arcade cabinet. Just my big Miss Pac, my machine, <laughs> in black and, and you white. Live, and you live on the ground floor, so there's literally no reason for a crane <laughs> to be there. <laughs> That's funny. I really want to... Could you imagine, like, being, like, a little poor boy in, like, the 1920s, and you're just seeing this big-ass crane move a piano out of the fifth floor of an apartment building? I I would know I'm in for something great that day if I see a piano being lifted up into the heavens. 
Who plays I, that piano? One of my favorite books is named um, A Tree Grows in Brooklyn, and they talk about that, like the cranes moving pianos out of the apartments. Oh, and really? and I don't know how. Yeah, cause like, cause like rich people would like move into like these fancy little apartments that take like a whole floor or whatever. Yeah, and they oh. would, and they would move their pianos in there. But like, I don't know how accurate this is, but apparently sometimes when they move out, they don't want to deal with like getting the piano back out again and into their new place. So they would just mm-hmm. leave the piano there. <laughs> really. And, like, when the landlords found out that the piano was still there, they would, like, upcharge on the apartment because the market value went up because it came with a piano. That's impressive. I really hope that that's true because, like, imagine you're looking for an apartment (laughs) and you find one you really, really like, but the price is jacked up because there's an instrument in there you don't even know. like unmovable object in the room and it and you can't even play it you don't know how to play piano it's like a big coffee table at that point yeah like what are you gonna like you're you're either gonna have to deal with it move it out yourself or pay for piano lessons you know we have a piano in our house huh we have a piano do you yeah our neighbor was getting rid of it it's like one of those uh ones that like the big rectangle ones that go in along the wall very nice piano like 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 a keyboard or an actual piano like an actual piano like a wooden one what the fuck where is this in your house i don't remember it's garage i oh in your garage no wonder you have a bunch of shit in there it's like an i spy book i always find something new in that damn garage (laughs) yeah good guy but yeah no we have a piano in there our neighbor was getting ready they're like you want it like hell yeah so my dad and cousin just push it down one block to our house and the thing is we don't know how to get in our house (laughs) yeah no no we don't we don't know how to get in our house it's a this is like a fucking 500 ton piano and there's a step yeah our garage has a step before we can get into the house we don't know how to gift we can't get up the step it's been three months Wait, is it still? <laughs> it's still in the garage. We don't know how to get up the step. Mostly because we kind of, you know, stopped carrying it, but like still. But does it still work? Like, can you actually play yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it's a real piano. It's very out of tune, but still. It's a real I've piano. Always, I've always wondered that. How do you tune a piano? I don't know. You're going to need like a damn mortician to come out because this thing is massive. You have to get a dark magician to tune it. Seriously, this thing is massive. Like, it, it opens they, up on the top. It's like a casket. Don't they have, like, don't you need, like, a special tool to tune it? Like, the U-shaped thing with the stick on it? Like, the metal prod? Dude, the only person who could probably tune it is, like, Jerry from Tom and Jerry in that one episode that, like, earned an Oscar. I thought you were gonna say, like, Jerry from the music store. <laughs> no, dude, only Jerry from the, the music store down the street can uh, tune it. <laughs> I, I can feel it. I don't know. I, I, I can just feel it in my bones. Oh, man. Well, looks like this cassette is uh, coming to an end. Yeah, should we wrap it up? We're five I minutes think, over time. I think we should. Good golly. Well, hey, thank you all for joining us for our first official episode of the Squad Gen. We all appreciate you coming by and join our, uh, you know, our silly little antics and hope you come by for the next episode. Now, stay safe. Remember, squatch on, y'all.